0: Welcome, everyone. This is the Pencil Den Podcast, the show where two working artists and creators chat with guests. I'm Ingrid.
1: And I'm Lindsay. We're going to be discussing so many interesting subjects with you guys, art, sketch cards, collecting, publishing, tools, materials, all sorts. Perhaps we can finally understand why we all do this to ourselves.
0: Hey everyone! Welcome to this new episode of the Penciled In podcast. Um, consider supporting the podcast if you wish. Even a few dollars a month will help Lindsay and I keep going. Uh, we do this out of the uh, on our spare time. So if you feel like dropping us a dollar or two, it would be much appreciated. Today we are going to interview Lack Lim long-time participant in in, uh, the the milieu of sketch cards. He's a full-time freelancer, and I'm really glad to meet you after all these years together. Yes, we're going all the way back to scoundrel again. Welcome aboard, Lack.
2: Yeah, it's it's nice to finally meet you guys in uh, face to face. Thank you for having me.
1: Thank you for coming on. Um, I think we're gonna start how we usually start. I would like to know, About your how you got into art, was it always from your from all the way from your childhood? Have you always drawn?
2: I think I've always drawn. Um, the first thing I could remember was in kindergarten when they have you draw the hand on the clay. Remember, (laughs) I don't know if you guys do that in England,
1: draw around, uh,
2: yeah, you draw (laughs) around the hand. And the, uh, that's the, my first uh, memory of drawing. But uh, I've always drawn since then, I guess. I, I started with like Godzilla and all that. That that was popular back then, Godzilla and all the kaijus and stuff. And then uh, Transformers and Robotech came, came along and I started drawing robots. And uh, around junior uh middle school is when i started drawing people uh i started getting into comic books so i wanted to draw superheroes but but at first uh i just drew uh big buff guys because i didn't want to draw the clothes you know mm. uh that to me that's what superheroes were so uh from then it just uh i just started drawing more and more uh comic book related things
1: uh, your style, from what I've been looking at, it is so—it's really awesome, and it's like classic comic book style with the um, your shadows and everything, and like you say, Thank with you. the big muscles. And so, yeah, um... I,
2: I love drawing big guys. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> i I didn't I didn't go to school for it. Um, when I studied anatomy, I used to look at books and. Mm. uh I use like muscle magazines, but one thing I realized was the guys on the muscle magazines—they're always flexing, which isn't a normal state. So yeah. when you draw them, they they don't look natural. I mean, you know, they don't look normal. So uh, what I did was uh, I used to play basketball a lot, and um, I I would study people when I wasn't playing. I would look at how the muscles uh react when people run and jump and things like that you know muscle contracts and I understood by watching people and i put that into my drawing so uh understanding <laughs> how things work makes it so much easier to draw yes yeah. uh then things become like a puzzle you know you, i could draw a character in almost any position I want uh through memory mm. because I kind of figured out how uh the body parts attach. Is it, it's a puzzle to me. Well so
1: you yeah know. move depending on what position you're in. And obviously if you if you've taught yourself all that, that's amazing. It's it's really mm. hard work to learn anatomy in the beginning, isn't it?
2: Yeah, what what I notice is most people when they start, there's the same static drawing of a person, and then you know you'll see them draw the the abs, and it's they all look the same. It's all uh, crunched in the middle of the torso. But um, yeah, I just I just looked at it as uh, puzzle puzzle pieces, and uh, it made it a lot easier to learn, and uh, uh, you know I could pretty much put uh, a human figure in most positions without any reference
1: so did you uh, did you do a lot of practice with forced perspective and things like that
2: um, I started books. working on that after I, I got into comic books
1: um, tell us it... actually go back and tell us how you first got into comic books
2: yeah uh... It was the Transformers. Uh, uh, I grew up with the Transformers and the comic books came out and I just started buying Transformers comic books. And then uh, I got into the X-Men. I think it is because of um, my favorite comic book artist, Arthur Adams. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's like my number one, as far as uh, art artists goes. And, um, I saw a cover of his, I think it was uh, Heroes for Hopes, uh, a charity book, but uh, his drawing was so amazing, I started picking up X-Men books, because uh, he used to draw a lot of covers for the X-Men, so I started following the X-Men, and I've been an X-Men fan ever since.
0: So comic books
2: really, really left a mark on you as uh, as
0: for giving you the the uh, the wish to become an artist.
2: Yeah, yeah. And um, comic books actually helped me um, improve my English. Um, Like. Comic books aren't made for kids, really, you know, uh, the the they You're they, they have yeah, the storyline and everything is, is not for little kids unless unless it's a, a kid's title. but um, I had to look up words that I didn't know what it meant. So it forced me to to go to the dictionary and uh, look it up. I mean back then we we had to go to an actual dictionary. <laughs> you know it's not a phone the okay just Google it real quick <laughs> so yeah it it helped me um it helped me with my vocabulary um i wasn't born here so uh you are in the but, U- but i was here since i was an infant you, but, you are- but even still because uh i wasn't around americans as much because uh the community i live in is asian people so um the book uh comic books helped me um better my english
0: that's
1: awesome so um where where were you born
2: okay so i'm chinese but i was born in cambodia and um it was during the war so uh i'm i'm a refugee
1: wow
2: so um from what I heard, because I have no memory of it, I was an infant or, you know, very little. Uh, we escaped from a a camp, concentration camp, basically. Uh, the, the older people decided to take the boat out the river, sneak out at night. And uh, what happened was, as we were leaving, the soldiers found out. They came shooting. My father got shot in the knee, oh. and uh, we think—we're not sure. My oldest brother either died or got away. We—we—we we, we haven't been able to find out.
1: Oh God!
2: Um, we drifted into the in the river for a while, going through small, um, uh, not islands, but little little areas of. Uh, land that we could get on and they said we drifted into the ocean and a Thai farmer, I mean a Thai fisherman found us, brought us to Thailand because Cambodia and Thailand is right next to each other and um, we stayed at a refugee camp in Thailand for a year before uh, we came to the United States. We came to the N- United States in Los Angeles and got adopted by a Christian family. That Like they hosted us for about a year. We lived in Missouri. And um, my mom couldn't take the weather, the, the difference in weather, because all of a sudden there's snow. You're coming from... <laughs> From a hot, humid country, and all of a sudden there's snow, mm-hmm. and uh, she couldn't take the cold, so we moved back to Los Angeles because there's a big uh, Asian community there, and uh, actually most of the people in the area are people from the Cambodia that we knew, so it was it wasn't like we were around strangers. We there was a community of people we already knew. Wow. What a story that is and
0: it's 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 very haunting what you're saying actually especially even now things like this are happening it's my goodness <laughs> So that that that's a lot for you to come through even if you don't All really the know. thing is I I don't
2: I have no memory of it
0: No but still it's part of your history
2: Yeah
1: No yeah, I'm so glad you made it
2: <laughs> Yeah Well actually yeah. I almost didn't because um (laughs) while we were trying to sneak away i was crying oh uh, my father was afraid that we were going to get caught he kind of panicked he wanted to throw me (laughs) into the river so every you know it's like sacrifice me to save everyone oh my thing Uh, but my grand. From what they told me, my grandmother stopped them and gave me um, river water to drink because mm. I was hungry. Yeah. So I, I um, my grandmother saved my life.
0: <laughs>
1: I had heard. I mean, desperate situations like that, crazy, absolutely. Well, crazy. you n-
2: you never know how a person reacts to mm. to things. You know, you could say if this happened. I'll, I'll be like this. No, but but you, you really don't know mm-hmm. until I- it actually happens. Yeah. And I mean, for me, I, I understand it because if if everyone got caught, it was because I cried and the soldiers heard me. You know, I, I could understand the reasoning and mm-hmm. uh, the fear. So, you know, I don't, I don't have any bad feelings towards that, you know. I, yeah. I fully understand.
0: Yeah. And when you're a baby, you, you there's only so much you can understand. But anyway, we're awfully glad you got through all that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I made it.
0: <laughs> You've <laughs> so, but I, I maybe one day you'll find out news about your brother. That would be nice.
2: Well, uh they they've been searching, they they still they contacted the people who are still living there and uh we haven't heard anything. So uh yeah. he's kind of presumed dead just because of the situation. Because yeah. he didn't make he he um he didn't make it on the boat. He he sort of you know kept them at bay so that we could leave. <clears throat>
0: Your mother must have had a really hard time. <laughs> my God.
1: It's hard. Yeah.
2: We, we got separated with my sisters who, oh, instead of coming coming to uh, Los Angeles, they somehow went to France. And um, I actually didn't know about them till I was, like, 21. Really? Because, you know, as a kid, when the older people have their uh, – reunions or whatever they talk about things but kids aren't there to really listen you're outside (laughs) playing and stuff so i had no idea till i was about 21 when they first visited us that i had two two more sisters
0: how nice it's like your family grows all of a sudden that's cool (laughs) yeah oh (laughs) oh well we'll so well we'll bring this a little bit back to sketch cards otherwise i'm going to start crying with all of this (laughs) um how did you do how did you find the world of sketch cards was that after comic books
2: yeah that was way after comic books um so in 2008 i was on deviant art and um the art director for um upper deck at the time was Mark Irwin who's who's a comic book inker um, anyways he posted a uh, he had a post on on uh, deviant art asking for people if they were interested on in working on the sketch cards and i had no idea what it was but i knew it was associated with marvel which I'm a Marvel zombie. You know, so I love Marvel. So I was like, oh cool. It's it's uh I could get a job working on something Marvel. And uh, you know, I he basically he requested uh, people send in samples. So but then when I looked at the the actual post, I noticed it was like two weeks old. So I was like, "It's Marvel. There's going to be tons of people, yeah. uh, submitting for it." So, so I was like, "Ah, oh, well, too late. I didn't send anything." Mm. So then, uh, about a week later, there was another post, and uh, it basically said, "If you're not, if your skill level isn't that good enough for it." don't send submissions so i was like whoa i have a chance so Ooh. i sent a submission and then uh like within an hour he he emailed me back and uh i got the the job
0: oh cool
2: wow yeah so so i was really excited and that set was bait was um marvel masterpiece three and they sent me a hundred and fifty cards, which was like the average back then. But <laughs> I was so excited, I finished it in a week. <gasps> wow. <laughs> but well, one, yeah. the thing was, okay, so had I known how the process works, where you know, I would have spent way more time on them, but I was I was just so happy to just be on the set that I was just drawing real quick. And, you know, I was like, ooh, get to draw Wolverine, get to draw Wolverine, you know, draw Spider-Man, draw this, whatever. And um, before I knew it, I was I was done. And uh, before that, the thing with sketch cards was it made me color because mm. I assumed even though at the time you didn't have to color, I assumed you had to color. Okay. So I bought uh, Copic markers and uh, I started coloring. So my coloring wa- wasn't that great back then. It's, it's sort of plain. Uh, if you compare my old stuff to the stuff I do now, the coloring's a lot better. It's not, to me, it's still my weakest point. Uh, but is way better than what i started with which is a good thing right (laughs) yeah
1: it's tricky if you're not used to using color i didn't use color for the longest time because i grew up drawing with just a biro and scrap paper and i I didn't have any colors or yeah and
2: and the thing was back then i had commissions and stuff and they were 11 by 17 and i was like whoa i get to draw on these Little cards, uh, you know. And did you find it for me? The transition wasn't that hard because um, when I first started trying to draw comic books, I thought they drew at actual comic book size. I didn't know they were eleven by seventeen, so I already was getting used to drawing small. Oh, the transition wasn't that bad for me. Because um, most people who get into um, sketch cards, one of the main things they have a problem with is the the transition from big to small, and what usually happens is you get wonky proportions because they they can't see that yet. Mm. It takes you time to get used to the drawing in that size and getting the proportion right. So every time uh, I talk to somebody who wants to get into sketch cards, I tell them first, get used to the size before you start submitting samples. Because mm. once you're comfortable, then you, your drawings look mm. more naturally your work, You know, mm. your normal stuff.
0: Did you have any kind of issues transitioning to larger sizes of work? seeing as you you kind of used to drawing a little bit smaller?
2: No, I mean, uh, I don't really do 11 by 17s unless it's like for a print. Yeah. Um, what I mostly do, like when I go to conventions, I would say 95% of my sales is uh, actual commission, on-the-spot commissions so i draw a lot at commission i mean uh conventions how
1: long would you say it takes you to do to do a it's just line work with you being live at a a comic
2: uh well obviously it depends on the detail but a basic uh full figure i could do it within a say 45 to an hour
0: Okay. Well, so yeah.
2: at at the conventions I use I do about 10 average about 10 uh, commissions for the show. Oh, for for the day.
0: For the day. Okay.
2: <laughs> That's still yeah. a lot. You're busy Yeah, then. I mean, it used to be I I couldn't go to the bathroom till the end of the convention. No. Oh, <laughs> but, uh, but um I I may I I decided that's not good for me. (laughs) It's good to get, you know, it's good for, for, to make the sales, but it's not uh, healthy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. no.
2: Yeah. I mean, there, there, there's been times where I'm hurting to go to the bathroom. (laughs) So now, you know, uh, if I got to go, I got to go. I'm not, you know, I'll just, the commission could wait. Yeah. usually the the people will they have no problem waiting anyway so
0: insider information that everyone wanted to know <laughs> but yeah.
2: yeah bathroom breaks are very important they are uh, so if you could get somebody to help you at the table that's mm-hmm. that's worth their admission
1: there yeah. are a lot of uh comic cons and conventions
2: there's there's probably one every other week how and many you make do you to get to them yeah they're, they're like everywhere Well, the thing is i don't really go to them um that often it's funny cuz the first convention i tabled at myself uh, before i used to go with a friend and he he'd give me half his table but then uh he got he get, sort of got too big where he needed the space, mm. you know, for his uh, items because he he actually works in comic books. So I didn't want to take no. any of his space anymore. And he was like, you know, what, maybe you should get your own table. So <laughs> I was like, oh, OK, I'll get my own table. Uh, and the funny thing was my first table. All I had was my folder of um, uh, of paper, right? basically a uh, comic book backing board size, and then uh, I had my portfolio, and that's all I had at my table. No banner, no prints, no no nothing else. It, it looked like I I was um, squatting a table, <laughs> you know, like the table was empty and I just. Brought my folder and portfolio and sat down. That's what it looked like. Oh my God. But, but luckily for me, I never lost money at a convention. So, uh, you know, I'm grateful for that. People actually like my stuff enough to to uh, pay for it. But uh, I think if I didn't have the portfolio, I would have uh, pretty, pretty much bombed that show. Do but, you? Yeah, do I was you, like totally not prepared. <laughs> do
1: you remember the very first picture you sold?
2: It's probably a Hulk or a Wolverine because people—that's like one of the two big ones that people uh, request from me. And if you looked at my portfolio, especially back then. There was a lot of wolverine and hoax.
0: <laughs> so are you still working on sketch cards
2: now presently? Uh currently I'm working on a JR Parks Ultraman cards which uh I got to finish soon. He the the problem is he never gives you a real deadline. <laughs> and and I think it is important that you have an actual date. You know, some people, probably like me, need an actual date. So otherwise, it forces me to
1: Yeah, otherwise, you kind you of
2: procrastinate it's because, because it's like there's no real time limit. Even though, you know, there is one, but you don't know when.
1: So you prefer to work under pressure. So, you know, I have to get this done for this.
2: Day. Well, not pressure. I mean, I could work under pressure, but uh, I like to know when it needs to be done. Mm. Uh, that makes it easier for me to focus on that and finish that.
0: And organize too. Organize all your things.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, whenever somebody asks me for a commission or whatever, like, uh, I, I need to have a uh, a time, or else I you know, you don't want to keep them waiting, no. but, but then again, if they don't give you a deadline, it doesn't seem as important. Oh, yeah, okay. That's, yeah. Uh, that's where you, you need to get it done real right now type of thing. Yeah, so, otherwise... I mean, there's different artists. Some people, uh, if you give them a lot of time, it, it works for them. Others, not so much because they'll see other things that they think uh takes priority because you know the deadline's not there you don't you think you could work on something else
0: mm. yeah, <laughs>
2: <Guilt>. yeah. <laughs> but, but um you know i will get it <laughs> they're 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 mostly drawn so, so do you
0: do other work as well, like larger sketches, or um, do you produce your own sets, or do you paint, or, or do you do other things in art
2: side sketch cards? Uh, I've I've been asked to do other sketch cards, like produce my own by several people. Um, I don't think so. I'll, I'll be doing that anytime soon. I might. But not anytime soon. Um, I've been fortunate to work on a a, a music album cover for a Japanese band. I don't, I don't know the Japanese band name, uh, but um, I drew the the album cover for them. That's really that was pretty cool. Yeah, and that was digital drawing, actually. I drew a sketch on it, uh, on a regular paper, and I showed them uh, this is what it might look like. And they actually liked that sketch the best. So I just uh, scanned it onto the computer and basically drew over it. So, you know, I I had a whole bunch of sketches done, but uh, they liked that one. What's
1: your chosen um, digital program that you like to
2: use? uh, I use um, Clip Studio Paint. And uh, to me, in my opinion, that's the best drawing program because Mm -hmm. it was basically made to draw comics. Oh! If you're into comic book drawing, uh, Clip Studio Paint has everything you need to 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 make a comic book, um, perspective lines and all that stuff it's all in there. Anything that that's in um, Photoshop, pretty much you could put in there as far as drawing goes. Okay. Um, they they do have a they, their um, lettering isn't as good, but uh, as far as drawing, it, it to me is the best program.
1: Is it a? It was
2: made for. Was that?
1: Is it a monthly subscription or is it a one-off payment? No,
2: I I bought it, like the. There's two versions: uh, a regular and a pro. It was like thirty-five dollars for the regular, Mm. and then sixty-four or five dollars for the pro, and the only difference is. The professional version, you you could actually animate in this program, but it's sort of like drawing in uh, old style animation where you got to draw every frame, but then it's on the it's on the computer. So you could just, you know, but um, the the normal version, you could animate up to five minutes the the professional you could i guess however long i don't know mm-hmm. also you can import whole books with the professional at, at one time you could import the whole thing with the prof i mean the regular one you got to do it uh, page by page or something like that so it's not you know you don't really need that professional level one if mm. if you don't mind just doing things one at a time but still, for thirty-five dollars, it's a very impressive pro program.
0: Is it uh, is it PC or is it Apple?
2: It might be both. I'm not sure. Okay.
0: Yeah. What do you use? Are you a? Are uh,
2: the, you kinda... Oh, I'm PC. I don't. I don't like Apple because because they're too restricting. <laughs> as far as as far as uh, you have to buy. Apple products to work with it.
0: Not necessarily. You know, I like PC. No. I
2: because like you could use basically anything. With mm. with Apple, you sort of con- you're kind of confined to Apple products to to get things to work.
0: I might Most challenge typically. you on that one, but that's okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it. That's that's from what I've known apples throughout the years, but. Uh, it probably changed where they're more compatible, but uh, they are. You know, they're they're more pricey too. So
0: yes, no, <laughs> no, no argument there. They are more expensive, but they last. Forever. It it does annoy
1: me that all the charges aren't the same. Yeah. That isn't Because Remy left yeah. mine. my son left his iPad charger at his nana's, and I says, "Oh, it's okay. You just use mine." No,
2: yeah, it doesn't fit. Oh, really, even, <laughs> even chargers great. or sorry no i was like even you can't use same type of chargers so every every device is a specific charger that you need to buy that's yeah that's, that's the, that's the that's that's type would. of thing i don't want to bother with that is crazy i agree with that Food. <laughs> yeah. No. so okay so when when I started doing sketch cards uh, with the um, Marvel Masterpiece 3. I, I wanted to see what was around. And, you know, the internet at that time was kind of new. Um, so I, I looked at eBay and I saw all these sketch cards. And I actually seen Rinhouse cards. And I was like, oh, look at these guys. It looks like, to me, it didn't look like it was... a uh, Actual official set to me, it was just like some knockoff where somebody, cause cause of the 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 framing of the card, it looked like somebody just put a square and then a Marvel sign logo on there, and to me it looked like a bootleg. <laughs> so I was like, oh, look at all these bootleg Marvel cards on uh, eBay, and then uh somehow I found scoundrel, scoundrel art. Arch- community and i was like whoa it's a whole site just for sketch cards uh people are posting what they are i mean the sets that are they're working on and uh things like that and i just started talking to a few people and um i think uh forgot what his last name was george calloway Yes, yes, he was known yeah, as yeah he Kirk back then. Think, I think he was the one who got me into Rinhouse. He he like messaged me saying he liked my stuff and, uh, you know, I should message uh Robert from uh, Rinnhouse. So I did that and then I got on, uh, Scott. What it was, but, but. My second set for them, they made me the nine case incentive artist with, for for um, Heroes and Villains because they saw that I could draw multiple characters. And uh, compared to everyone else, I drew a lot more characters per card. And uh, that was the basis of Heroes and Villains to have... Uh, Three or more characters on a card, I think. Right. Um,
0: so you put a lot of time yeah, and in each card. It doesn't take you like thirty seconds to do a card. You put a lot of time into it.
2: Yeah, and um, because there there were like two two cards I did before on a farmer set. Uh, that I actually drew fifty-two characters on the card. What? <laughs> Because I, I I wanted to see how many characters I could draw, and <laughs> uh, it was like 52 full-body characters, not just you know big headshots. So um, uh, can you? I was see- challenging myself on those cards. Would, and, would, would well, you like well, to- well, they're not that pretty because because it looks cluttered. Even though you could see each individual character, it's it's kind of cluttered. Mm. It wasn't really planned. But uh, I managed to get 52 on there. And uh, what, what I learned by doing that is I could actually put more characters in there. Because okay. to me, to me, a sketch card, when I draw the tiny figures, that tiny space looks huge to me mm. because I'm so used to it. But... Uh, I had a goal, which I don't know if I'll ever do, but I had a goal of putting like 100 characters on a card. like Clear, you know, you don't have to figure out what that character is or whoever it is, but clear that you could just instantly recognize each character. You that was my a, goal.
0: A strong magnifying glass for that one.
2: <laughs> well, I got thick glasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Would
0: you would you like to share that image? Uh, like maybe you can send us the uh, the image of that car. Would you like to share it or?
2: Uh, you- I'll I'll find it and then I'll I'll send it to you. Okay. But, yeah, it's not that pretty. It, <laughs> but I hope, um. Want to see? I was known I was known for drawing uh, multiple characters because at the time most people were still drawing headshots. Mm. You know they they it hasn't progressed to where people were drawn. Uh, uh, the average sketch card artist wasn't drawn like a uh, uh, full-figure character on a card yet. So I, I made my name through uh, multiple character cards. You I found it at awesome. first, I was like... Yeah, I, I was kind of... Uh, I was kind of annoyed at first because when, when people were posting all the cards they get, I drew some nice single character cards, but nobody talked about it. They only talked about the mm-hmm. 10 or more cards. And I was like, they're not paying attention to my single character cards, which, which I thought was better than those 10 character cards, you know, but, um, people, yeah, at first I was like, man, I things these that are
1: people. different and, and stand out that nobody else is doing. <clears throat> that yeah. That, was,
2: the, you know? That's the only reason I think that was the only reason I stood out because I was drawing multiple characters on the cards. And, uh, that was the main reason they, they, uh, got me to be that nine card incentive artist because, that Heroes of the Villains set was basically you needed to draw multiple characters.
0: Mm. Okay. What, what do you see for yourself for the, uh, for the future? Do you want to keep on with your art career? Or are you looking to maybe achieve a goal <clears throat> apart from the 100 card set, the character set the card?
2: Well, yeah. I think I'll, I think I'm always going to draw, even though I might stop for a while. I'll, Always go back to drawing, um, because it's always been there for me. You know, I I grew up drawing, so it's hard to completely stop.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, you can stop for a little bit, but you're gonna go back. Yeah, I completely um, we
0: understand. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, one of my goals. Well, at first, I used to want to draw for Marvel, but. Throughout the years, that kind of changed. I saw how their process is, and uh, it's a lot of work. I actually did ghost work for uh, a Marvel comic before. Uh, Mm -hmm. I I helped ink the comic book, uh, Spider-Man comic book, Mm -hmm. uh, which was cool, but, I mean, I got paid. I learned the process. But I have no credit. Nobody knows I did it. So, uh, but what well, it was everybody does a,
0: now, they do now.
2: Yeah, I'm not gonna say what issue or whatever, but it was a Spider-Man comic book, and um, I got paid. Uh, it was a great experience. Um, and you know, you 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 get to know how, how how they work, and uh, everything goes every step is an approval process so uh, it it it's a lot of work yeah. and that's just for inking so um, but anyways eventually i want to make my own comic book because as somebody who grew up with a comic book i mean uh with comics anyone who grew up with comics have their own characters yeah. you know so i i want to at least put my goal is to at least have one book that I will write and draw, even though I'm not a writer, but I want to have a book that I did everything.
0: Mm, awesome. Know, so,
2: like It's what, actually what my doing. comic book.
1: Can we ask what the character is that you'd like to do? You- I
2: Kung Fu stuff. I grew up with Kung Fu. See, like uh, this... I was this looking is a at that. Small Wait, Chinese lion head. What is it? I used to lion dance.
1: Oh, it's a oh
2: with the Yeah, the... you know, the Yeah, the, the two man lions. <laughs> this is just a really small version. The 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 one that I actually use is is, is huge. So I could get in there. But uh, I I used to do kung fu and I used to teach and then as well as uh, do the lion dancing and teach lion dancing.
0: Wow, that's cool. Um, <laughs> you uh you founded a group on Facebook called the Sketch Card Fanatics. Are you still a part of it?
2: Yeah, I'm still a part of it. I'm I'm not as active as I used to be. Uh, before i used to i used to talk to every uh, art director i was i was like in the inner circle type, sort sort of i was always in contact with the art directors and um artists would people who would get their whole, whole uh set rejected would complain and they'd talk me and I'd look at it they send me samples of what was rejected and then I would go to the art director and I'd be like hey what's up you know there's nothing wrong with this look you know but but then I I learned that the approval process for um, official sets the way I see it, it it doesn't really make sense sometimes because in my opinion What they would do is they have people sit on a long table, a group of people who would approve um, sketch cards. And whatever, however that person is feeling that day is how the cards are going to be approved or not. So if somebody sitting at that approval table is having a bad day, they might reject everything they see. (laughs) That's That's how I see... Uh, sketch card approval process being because there is no logical way how some of these cards are not being approved and how some of them are actual actually approved when they should not be Mm -hmm. so that's the that's my way of seeing how it probably is uh, the process of uh, approval goal it, it depends on whoever's sitting at the table and how they feel about their, their it may also
0: depend on uh, well as you say who is at the table and maybe they're representing some of the actors who were part of that particular whatever or uh, I don't know well,
2: I, well, I, I did uh, I did one set where I had to do uh uh character likeness star wars set not not star wars it was um star trek and, and um after that experience i was like you know what forget forget character likeness sets but it's too picky there's too many people have to go through compared to sketch cards yeah cuz the artist i mean the actor have to approve it the mm-hmm. actors representative have to approve it the actors representative company have to approve it then right. you have you know the movie studio and then you have all these all these people that have to approve it so uh unless you have a very good likeness style you're probably not going to do too well
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's pretty challenging. It's
2: not worth the time, especially when you consider the, the pay pay level of sketch cards. It's mm-hmm. not worth the time to, to jump through all those hoops. So what platform are you the
0: most active on now? If you're not on your Facebook group anymore, is it still active, that fa- uh, the Sketch Card Fanatics?
2: Uh, the Facebook group is still active. Um, I go there once in a while to see what's going on. I mean, I kind of look at it every other day, but I don't have to really be active because to me, the group is pretty much self-run. You know, everyone basically follow the rules. I have simple rules for it. Basically, as far as artwork goes, sketch card related because it's a sketch card group. Because I've seen too many groups where they're a specific theme, but then you have all these non-related posts that actually takes over yeah. what that group is supposed to be. Yeah, and I I didn't want that, so I had the rule where it had to be as far as art goes, it needs to be sketch card related. Also, to share the the news feed, you could only post one one new post every and uh, I used to go on the computer and look at the time that people post when I see like three posts from somebody I'll go on, on the computer and actually check the time and I delete the last one just mm. to make sure you know the the oh. news feed is being shared because If you don't do that, someone's going to hog the news feed and someone's post is going to get lost that, you know, people might want to see. Especially when there are a lot of people in the group. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, you can make one post and share, you know, over 30 30 images. Yeah, You don't have to make each individual post for every picture. Reply to yourself, which
0: took me a while to figure yeah. that out, you know, I'm not
2: that bright. Uh, you well, make- or cool. even when you started, start that post, that first post could have multiple images.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah.
2: Um, I,
0: are are you also, are you more active on Instagram or are you on, uh, what
2: is it now? TikTok? I post a lot more on Instagram. Um, are you on Twitter? It's more convenient because... I post on Instagram and it links to Facebook. So it automatically just posts there oh. without me being on Facebook. So,
0: where does it post?
2: Hmm?
0: Where does and it you- post when you post on Instagram and on it-
2: your feed?
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it goes. You could choose where it goes on Facebook because they're owned by, they're both Facebook owned.
0: Okay, I did not know that.
2: Yeah, so it, it's easy to share that way. Uh, there's When you post on Instagram, there's options to where you want to uh, link it to, and it will just post it there for you. Okay, good yeah. time so Yeah, so um, when I started the Sketch Card Fanatics, it was when scoundrels started dying out. <laughs> And I was like, "Man, that sucks." And anyone... I, I just got on. Does anyone
1: know why scoundrel started? dying? Oh, it was
2: just. Uh, I think Pretty... a lot of bickering. There was bitter people. Uh, there was bitter people on both ends—artists and collectors. Uh, they were bitter, and they were arguing, mm. and it just went downhill. I, and it went downhill quick. Mm-hmm. So, so I was like, man, Scoundrel was such a nice place. What, where would we find all these people? So I, I just got on Facebook. And I was like, what if I just made a group for sketch cards? So for people to hang out and and uh, the way i saw it was facebook was more uh instant you know you you could get instant reactions or uh whatever from people so i started a face the facebook group and um my idea for it was just for artists and collectors and anybody interested just to hang out so I gathered a bunch of information. I went to the card companies and asked them if I could post their contact information, because before that, there was nothing was posted. Mm -hmm. You know, some companies didn't want me to post their uh, contact information for whatever reasons, Mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, I respect that. Uh, But the ones that allowed me to post it, I, I made a list in the document sections and uh, the the members of the Sketch Card Fanatics could just go through that and uh, contact, try to get work through that way. Um, I had help from uh, members as well uh, gathering this information because, you know, I, I didn't know it, everything. I was pretty much new at the time too. Um, but I gathered a whole bunch of information. I made several documents like how to get into Sketch Cards um you know things you should expect and things like that and um the sketch card fanatics now is actually the second version the first version yeah. someone deleted some of that information that i i put some of the documents were deleted i did not know so so The the new one, there's not people don't have access to some of those uh, editorial controls. Mm. Uh, I you know I cut that out. I learned my lesson. Yeah. So basically, I deleted that old group and I started uh, the current one, and I re-added a whole bunch of people. But uh, before I deleted it, I, I you know I put a post letting people know that hey, this group is actually going to be be deleted i'm gonna make another one and you know if you're still really interested come in that's
0: and... nice to know what happened i remember when you did that i don't remember how long ago it was but i do remember you did that and it was like wow what happened there and you also created i believe i think it was you that created the frustrated sketch card
2: yeah know? um i created the frustrated sketch card fanatics because i didn't want I wanted to keep the sketch card fanatics positive, because once you let people uh, put post those negative things, oh, it grows. <laughs> yeah, it gets bad. So I, I, I had a, I made a separate group just for that. But you know, basically the rules is just try to be respectful, no name calling and all that is unnecessary. Be adults. One thing <laughs> I found out about. <laughs> uh running a group is you have adults that are basically kids you know who can't control themselves sometimes you know and that's just i think that's every group that you when you have more than two people there's bound to have arguments you know so the bigger the group the the more the more potential for for uh you know, negative posting. Anyways, it was for a way to, for a way people could still um, hear about their negative experiences with the sketch card community, whether it be the card company or um, an artist or collector. And they could post about it and hopefully get some kind of resolution. That's or, I'm or if somebody has a habit of uh, ripping people off mm. you can post it over there yeah if you want to name them that's up to you what I tell people is what you post is none of my business okay your problem with somebody else is not mines mm. if you if if you want to make an issue out of it that's up to you I'm not encouraging it. But you know, keep it out of the sketch card fanatics. You could post it over there,
0: yeah. What, what did you want to say, Lindsay?
1: I can't remember now. Conversations <laughs> moved on. <laughs> <laughs> no, that were it. I was going to mention, um, I had a group, it was just for people who like cats, and it grew to like 10,000 people, anyway.
0: Oh, you're I'm- kidding.
1: I never do anything with it though and they're just in there doing whatever but I got a couple of admins because the group had gone big and it was just me and people were starting to post dodgy things they shouldn't have been posting and I was getting people in my inbox complaining so I got some admin anyway one admin ended up being a right nut job and she sent me death threats and all sorts and I was like (laughs) so I just stopped I'm not doing this anymore So I let the other one of the other admins take over, and she does it now. But my God, I just couldn't believe that
0: you're supposed to be happy with cats. (laughs) Oh, she's oh the
1: stuff she was saying, crazy, and I was like, wow. (laughs) So I thought, no, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, I
2: do have uh, Rihanna Owens and. uh... Forgot the other person, that who who helped me. Uh, just keep an eye on things on Sketchcard fanatics because, um, at the time I didn't, I was uh, slowly stepping back because uh, I I think I was too involved in um, everyone's problems. I mean, I was trying to help people, but it it when when you know I was it was getting too much like constantly getting messages and things like that so um i was stepping aside and also um i started limiting my sketch card work because um sketch cards could take a very long time even though it's a very small uh, medium Mm -hmm. and because of the commitments you make you need to finish it, right? Sometimes you get opportunities that come that are better opportunities, but you want to be a professional and finish what your mm. commitments are. And you have to turn away that better work. So I took less uh, sketch card work so I could leave room for those opportunities. Mm. And it's a good thing to say no, because when I was new around 2010, I was getting offers by everyone, you know, hey, could you be on this set? Could you be in this set? And at that time, it was still uh, minimum 150 per card, 150 uh, cards per set. And you had to do at min- least minimum more, yeah, yeah, minimum. And at one time, I took on eight sets,
0: oh,
2: and no. the due dates were almost, you know, within the same week. Oh God! So, so after, after saying yes, 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 I looked at it, and I did the math. <laughs> it was like. Uh, this just way too much. Oh, God. So, so luckily, there were a few sets that didn't arrive. Uh, you know, didn't, they didn't arrive to me yet. So I, I emailed those people and said, hey, uh, I know I said yes, but uh, actually, there's too much work going on right now. So I'm going to have to drop it. And the thing I tell people is it's not a problem to say no. Saying no is a good thing. It's actually going to save you a a lot of stress. Another thing is, yeah, if people, if a person or company came to you asking for work and you politely tell them you can't do it, they'll most likely still come back. If you actually still stayed on the project and not finish it, they won't come back. They mm-hmm. might not come back. That's right. So it's better to say no. Mm. When you can't do something, always say no. Don't, don't try to work it in if it's going to be too much. You don't want to lose all that sleep. It's not, it's not healthy. No. <laughs> that was great. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, one thing I learned is health is more important than any job. And uh, that was the reason I quit my day job. Um, I I was a forklift um, operator, and I used to load and offload trucks, which was fine because I was sitting most of the time. Because uh, I have plantar fasciitis on both my feet, and um, I used to be a mailman, but that forced me to quit my job because what? I can be on my feet too long. Oh, it, it, it inflames the bottom of your uh, feet, the tendons. Oh, so like when I used to be a mailman at the time that I quit, I would walk like half a block and it felt like I was walking on uh, broken
0: glass.
2: (gasps) So I was like, you know what? This job might not be for me anymore. Hmm. But I think it was because I was like super active at the time. I I didn't have my feet didn't have enough rest. I mean, I walk like 12 miles a day and then I do Kung Fu. And then I'd run and go to the gym, played basketball for hours. So no rest. So I probably broke my feet. <laughs> Anyways, that forced me to quit my postal job. But um, this time I quit because uh, the pavement on the on the yard, it had a lot of potholes. So it's bumpy and stuff. And uh, my lower back was hurting. Mm. And Gradually, the ground got worse. So, finally, my back was like just hurting every day. And it wouldn't heal. Usually, it'll hurt a little bit, and the next day, it'll heal. Mm -hmm. But it got to the point where it wasn't healing. Mm -hmm. So, I saw this as, well, you know what? It's not going to get better. The floor is not getting better. They're not going to fix it. Mm -hmm. So... Instead of having that pain, I was like, you know what? i just go back to drawing. Just do my drawing.
1: How does it feel now, now that you've been away from it for a couple of months? How is your back now?
2: Oh, it's fine. It's... uh, It just... Luckily, it wasn't so bad where it stayed with me. You know? It, it was still at the point where it could recover. It just needed more time. I mean... Even if I took a vacation, it'll heal. But then, as soon as I go, I go back, give it a week or two, it's probably just gonna repeat. Okay. And I didn't want to be in a position where I'm old and then, you know, you have a hard time just getting up or just walking. Yeah, you know, health is important. Once you never get getting back.
0: No.
2: you know, especially the back. It's easy to hurt. Very, very hard to heal. If it even heals hundred percent, that's that's very true.
0: Lindsay, is there? But we're going to slowly start um, closing this out. Are there any questions you'd like to ask? I think we've been through everything. I mean, we didn't ask
1: you about your materials. I presume copics.
2: I'm basically pen and paper guy. Uh, I. I use a uh, number 3 lead pencil because it's sketch cards you know and and then um for coloring I use Copic markers which I'm transitioning to uh touch markers the uh, Shin shin uh, touch markers mm-hmm. yeah here it is uh there we go. Yeah, I think I've seen yeah, those. They're just like Copic's. I actually the the one that I'm showing you, I I got uh, as a promotion that they were doing uh, some years ago. They're just like Copic's. It's uh, it's just a different brand. Okay. So I'm transitioning from Copic's to those because uh, Copic's are harder to get and they're more expensive and. You're actually getting less for your money than you used to. So I'm transitioning from that. But, How about uh, your
1: ink? Do you, do you use a brush and ink? Or do you... Um, no,
2: nah, use... I'm more technical with uh, technical pens. And what I use are the Copic multi-liners, mm-hmm. which uh, I heard is also being phased out. <laughs> no. Yeah, uh, which I was like, Oh well, I I have uh refills like I bunch. I bought a bunch of refills, so I'm good for a while. Even my uh, Copic's, I still have uh, backup bottles. So, um, but the thing is, uh, I ink with the Copic Multi Liner SP, these small ones. Oh yeah,
0: I think I have one. Because yeah.
2: they could go real small, and I, I think I'm not that heavy-handed where. The tiny nibs would uh, bend or break, you know, he- heavy handed. People can't use those uh, multiliner SP, the smaller nibs, because uh, they're too heavy handed for that stuff. But uh, uh, That's what I use to get the details. The, uh, small details.
0: Is there where can people find you if they'd like to go take a look at what you do?
2: Um, people could find me on Instagram at um, artist underscore Locklim.
0: Okay. Locklim. And are you on Twitter or um, TikTok? I'm or on what?
2: Twitter as Locklim, but I don't really use Twitter. Huh? I post once in the blue moon. I had somebody asking like they posted they they um they replied I mean they made a post and linked me into it and then uh I I saw it later on weeks later and they were like hey is are you even using this? <laughs> you know, it was <laughs> like the the post was for me, but uh I, I didn't see it till later.
0: Do you have a website?
2: I did have a website, but then uh, I, I didn't make I stopped uh, using it, and somebody snatched the name <gasps> and they wanted like three uh, three thousand. yeah, keep the keep that website. I could get another uh, you know I don't have to use dot com. I could use dot net or something. Yeah, but there there are people who uh, take take uh, website names as soon as you you don't um, yeah. re recover it, they'll they'll take it and hold it hostage for. They try to make money off of website names.
0: Mm, that sucks. You know, yeah. I, I used to have a Reddit account. Well, actually, I had three of them, and uh, I mean, this is a long time ago. And I had a I had a Doctor Who Reddit thing where I would. <laughs> Just write what I thought about each episode of Doctor Who at that time. And somebody came over and just took it away. They said, no, you can't use it. They they lo- I don't know how they did it. They locked me out of my own account. I could not get uh, it. They
2: hacked into your account.
0: I don't know how that worked. I was like, nope, I'm done with Reddit. Bye-bye. Gone. <laughs> I'm not going back. Yeah.
2: I mean, it, I think it's a good idea to have a website. Uh, I just got to go and make a new one because to me, it was like simple. It was just my name, you know. It. I'm trying to get it, Lindsay it, to watch her. <laughs> yeah, it, easy. I mean, if you make a website, you can have a flashy name and stuff like that for it, but I think it's simple just to have your name. And, you know, it. like I said before, it's all about branding. If you're going to... Post anything about yourself. Just use your name, unless unless you already, uh, you know your your studio name or whatever. Unless that's already been used for a while, if you're starting out, if you're starting out, use your name is what I would recommend,
0: or at least and a name. Always
2: that one. Yeah, and. As far as the image goes, don't use some anime avatar or, you know, some sci-fi avatar picture. Use your face because that's what people are going to recognize. Yeah. And plus, is it kind of awkward for some people when they see the avatar and all of a sudden they see you and they're like, you don't match this avatar. <laughs> that's a good
0: point. Well, we're gonna have to say goodbye for this time, but we'd love to have you back on when you start working on your own comic book if you'd like to.
2: Well, hopefully, I think I think uh, before I do my own comic book, I probably want to do a sketch uh, sketchbook, a collection of my drawings. Yeah, I think I want to do that before I do a, a comic book. So it's sort of like taking steps. It's a book a comic book is a sketch sketchbook and then you'll see my drawings in there
0: awesome well you have to come back when you start working on that then and let everybody know how uh, how it's going along with that
2: yeah i would love to and you know i i've told you online before that i do enjoy your show and you know i watched it i'm subscribed to it Mm -hmm. and uh you know, I I want to thank you for promoting the sketch card hobby because um, not enough people know about it. They really you know? don't. I used to be at conventions, and I have two two um pitches for people: short version and long version of what sketch cards are. So if I give the everyone a short version, if they sound interested, I give them the long one. But if if they don't look interested or you know so i just give them the short one and just thank them for coming mm. you know for That's... a while now like every every convention i go to but what i've noticed is more and more people are doing sketch cards even though they don't know what sketch cards actually are they just know it's small art cards yeah. Yeah. they don't call them sketch cards they call them art cards or whatever it is they think it is. Yeah. That's, That's how is the I same first thing. Discovered
1: them. Um, they used, when I first discovered them, they were being called ACOs. Art. Cards. There's
2: still people calling that.
1: Yeah. Um.
2: What was it? It was. Had a girl.
0: Art collector edition originals or
2: something. Yeah, it's uh, art collectors original edition. Okay. Yeah. A C. yeah Yeah. i i had a girl who uh came to my table one time and she was like oh look he does uh acos too i was like oh yeah uh we call them sketch cards, but um mainly the fine art people call them aceo but i think the aceo also it It can be a print
0: it can be a print it can be a collage i've actually seen some pretty impressive aceos where someone has really gone overboard to be creative and they'll take like i don't know newspaper clippings and and other images and just create something really cool actually yeah
2: i mean uh the the main difference is some of it don't have to be all original art where you where
0: you do have to tell people if it's original, or if it's a print, or if it's a collage, yeah, or
2: whatever, you do have yeah, to think about that. But sketch cards have to be original; it can't mm. be printed at all. Mm. You know, even even uh, the those people who before were it's a print, but they embellish it. It's <laughs> still not a print. It's still a print. Mm. Yep. It, right. In my book, if you if it's printed. It's a print. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely right. We had better um, We had better say goodbye. Um, but again, we could really continue talking like this for hours. Um, we're going to have you back on as soon as you start with your next project. Um, I'd like to yeah, I, I all, would all, love all to the contact back. info will be in the description box below to find you. Um, and if you're listening to this on audio, just check out the show information notes and all that, and you'll find it. You'll see how to find there. Yeah.
2: So, Thank you for having me. It's uh,
0: been a pleasure to talk to
2: you. True pleasure. To me, to me, this is the number one uh, sketch card show.
1: <laughs> I'm so proud.
2: And uh, you, you guys are doing great promoting the, the hobby. Uh, that's what we need is new blood.
0: Yeah, that's right. I think there'd
1: be so many people who would love it if they just knew it existed. They just they just don't know. Well, you
2: just got to, it doesn't take a lot to show people what it is. Mm. And like I said, give them a short version. If they sound interested, then you give them the long one. Because um, you don't well, want to u- waste your anyone's time. Give them a short one. If they're interested, they'll they'll want to learn more. Well, on that note, we shall say, hi Remy. <laughs> we shall say bye bye.
0: Thank awesome. you so much, Link. <laughs> okay, thank you.
2: Thank, thank you, you so for much.
0: Me. Bye. Welcome, and it guys.
2: was great meeting you guys. You too.
0: Oh, it was Great meeting you, Lack. After all these years, thank you so much.
2: Yeah, thank you. Bye. bye.
0: Thanks for listening to the podcast. Please leave a review wherever you listen. This helps people find us. All links to guests or sites mentioned will be in the show notes. You can find Lindsay on Facebook at Lindsay Grayling Sketch Cards or search for Cartoon Cosplay. You can find me at IngridKVHardy.com or on Facebook at www.facebook.com Ingrid.KV.Hardy. This podcast is independently funded, meaning the costs come from our pockets. If you'd like to help with even just a couple of dollars, become a patron at patreon.com slash ingridhardy. Music and audio editing for this podcast is done by Victor Besset. If you have any feedback on today's episode or want to suggest a question of the week, email us at thepenciledpodcast at gmail.com, tweet us at inpenciled on Twitter, or on Instagram, where we are, at The Penciled Podcast. We'd love to hear from you.